Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Stronghold. My name is Sean, and for the next hour, I will be your guide and dungeon master as we follow our three persistent heroes, Draman, Freddy, and Thomas, on their incredible adventures through Elfland. Before we return to the action, however, take a moment to recall what happened last time on the show. As the party made their way up to a wyvern rookery, where they found the elfin siblings Azra and Modril, one terrified and the other insanely eager to challenge their draconic father to a duel. Remember how Azra was able to snatch up her berserk brother once Freddy finally gave up reason and just cast Reduce on the elf. And let's not forget their flight from the presence of the Furious Father, who in short order managed to pretty thoroughly toast Freddy and toss Thomas from the top of a pinnacle. Now our heroes look to recover and heal before deciding their next steps. find a, a clearing. You find a little grove in the forest that looks well enough suited for the purposes of camping. Not that matters of comfort are foremost in your mind at this point. So beaten and battered and burnt as you currently are. And the sky is still stormy and the wind is still rustling through the trees. And as you arrive in this clearing, the first few large drops of rain start to fall heavily on the leaves and on the trees and on the five and a half of you, if we count Snack. He only gets a half. We don't. But he's no? the okay, size so of a full I mean, He's seven so the foot, five, right? And here you are. Thomas, your bones are still... <laughs> Very broken. Dragging me through the forest. It was a, it was an extremely painful experience. No, I like pick you up and like C three P O three C three P O you into a bag. <laughs> like you just got your your <laughs> arms and stuff sticking out. Yeah. But yeah, you mean they're just hanging limp. Yeah, Drummond was basically Chewbacca. It, you got baby Bjorn. That sounds painful. All right, so the the raindrops they begin to fall. Feels so good on my burnt flesh. <laughs> I'm not sure it does. I'm not sure anything feels good on your burnt flesh. You're like a hot dog they all left on the grill too long. <laughs> yeah. You're just burnt and peeling. Ooh. Do you think my body was more flammable? Because of the bees? No, because of the alcohol. You haven't drank in, in a it's long so time. pickled. Oh, yeah. By the way, so the bees pickled. are all gone. They all perished in the fire. Who has the highest passive perception? I think it's Draman. Probably me, yeah. Uh, Draman, you notice that there are like a few bees starting to accumulate. <laughs> Wait, they're coming back. Rick. They're coming back. You don't notice, uh, <laughs> Freddy, but Draman notices that as you've been walking, it was like at first A, B, and then a little while later, there's like two more bees. Now there's maybe five or six just orbiting you. How many? How many levels in Druid do you need to be able to talk to bees? I'm pretty sure it's just like one. I'm going to have to look that up. <laughs> I'm going to have to take a level in Druid. This might of this be the part spell. where Freddy pivots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh, find a nice, even spot on the ground and just kind of collapse and lay down on my back. It hurts. on your, But not quite as much as it hurts to continue standing. What'd you say? So I thought your back is what got charred. Everything. My whole got body charged. got charred. Yeah. <laughs> Do you still have the Katoga, or is that just like a ash pile? You probably now? smell terrible. <laughs> like when that fire hit you, it was like, oh sweet Jesus! You, How you many smelled points me of from damage where you was were it? Sixty-four. Yeah, your Katoga might be. Am I butt thing naked right now? Did you have like a loincloth on? Yeah. Please say yes. Then you have a loincloth <laughs> on. Please say yes. No. You said you followed that up so quickly. <laughs> Uh, Drama, please heal me. A step on his bones. <laughs> you can't. He's 
He's I'm on your back. Papusa. Yeah. Okay. I, <laughs> I sit down my papusa. And I, no papoose. It's just papoose. Uh, okay. There's no uh, on the end. I think. Your your baby Bjorn. I start to um since I guess I'm like the intact one here. Um, make a uh, a campsite. Okay. And uh, maybe erect some some shelter out of some leaves. Roll me a survival check, please. I was going to say I would help you, but I can't move at the you moment. You can't help anybody do anything. Uh, 15. You are able to get a pretty rugged shelter going on, really just a covering from the rain. You're able to set it up in between two trees and put down your wounded companions underneath. Azra helps you fix this thing up and get it sorted out. But by the time you finish with that, the rain has started just coming down in sheets, and there is no hope of a fire tonight. Welp, okay. Well, I guess I put down, uh, bring Papoose over under the shelter, um, and uh, and uh, get set for the, what time is it? Um, I'm thinking maybe four. It took okay. a couple hours of walking to get to this place okay uh set up um the papoose in there and then uh and then get settled for for the evening okay um and uh, i guess start setting his bones <laughs> since they're all over the place my foot is pointing backwards <laughs> i just hear him so. screaming probably <laughs> and a crunch yeah it's like <laughs> a repeat mr miyagi like <laughs> <laughs> yeah Situation. Are you trying to roll medicine or do spells? <laughs> no, I just want to make sure he hurt, he's in pain. Um, <laughs> Are you sure you're okay? <laughs> <laughs> Drumming got dark. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I am going to try and uh, heal him. Okay. Roll your D100. So you're probably not doing hot either, right? I have 12 hit points currently. Of, he has 12 life, 13. Okay. So I'm, yeah, I'm going to try and cast prayer healing. Okay. 98. It works. One of those, just have it be a a full D8. Oh. Or a full 8. Sweet. Is that because we're about to fight something again? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. Guess who's going front line this fight? You. (laughs) What do you mean? Guess. It's it's, it's always you. I'm never going front again, ever. Was it an 8? Yeah, it was. Uh, So it's 16 plus. What's that? 23. Everybody gets 23 HP. Um, if uh, if anybody else has been damaged, too, I will pick, okay. pick them. So I guess if Modril... Um, no, they got out of it pretty unscathed. much scot-free. Okay. Lucky them. Uh, okay, so that took 10 minutes. Um, okay. How's everybody doing? My bones aren't in noodle shapes anymore. They it, don't look it like, actually. They don't. I don't look like a show macaroni anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! It it's actually a somewhat disgusting sight to behold to watch his bones knit themselves back together. Yeah, I believe it. And I'm sure this is something you had to deal with when you were a cleric in training, and you got used to it in the medical wards of the monastery or whatever. But everyone else. Definitely turns away. They're like, nope, not. You can't escape the sound, though. The popping sound is not having anything to do it's with like that. like popcorn. <laughs> yeah. But like deeper. It's like, like, like if you're making big popcorn. You know what, no, it's like, you know when you bite on a kernel of popcorn, you get that like really loud and deep pop? It's like that a hundred yeah. times. Like you can feel it in your, in your teeth. <laughs> right in the roots. Just like, a mm. slurp than a pop. Yep. Anyway, oh. so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's how it is. It, so, <laughs> it permeates your entire being. That sound is going to haunt you forever. And, Freddie, <laughs> your crispiness definitely starts to fade away until it looks more like just a particularly bad sunburn rather than a horrific barbecue accident. It, it sounds like if you played a record. <laughs> Uh, that was a recording of someone frying chicken backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the sound of you getting uncrispy. <laughs> My um, skin was actually still sizzling. 
And I just imagine that it would be like Freddy. He just sheds his skin. Uh, it's like a snake skin. Just uh, he's not snake. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out Freddy was snake all along. That's why he That's was why always I've been with the us. party the whole time. Okay, so how's everybody? Everybody doing? You really need to ask that question. I just needed. I just need to know like how many more times I need to try and cast this. Maybe one more time would be fantastic. Yes, yeah. at least one more time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to. Um, uh, Spend the rest of the evening until we're going to go to bed trying to cast uh, more healing. Okay. Seven. <laughs> it does not work. It goes ten minutes. Yeah, it's ten minutes every attempt. Eighty-one. It works, but regular heal dice. You don't get the full. Okay, fifteen. So, Sean, what did we agree on that my maximum hit points could be at? I have you are six days of rest now. About four hit points below your maximum right now. I am feeling great right now. Is everybody fully healed? I mean, I'm healed as I can be. You're as healed as you can be. Yeah. You're as healed as you can be. I have two. I wouldn't burn another I'm, spell slot for that. I'm gonna lose my. Sp- I I might as well. Oh yeah, because we're about to camp anyway, right? Supposedly. Sure. You're two below. Yeah. You're as healed as you can be. Yeah. I'm gonna try and uh, heal Freddy. 74. Does not work. This is just healing words, so it's uh, very quick. Okay. 97. It works. Uh, what dice are you rolling for that? Uh, D4. Just one? Uh, go ahead and use its maximum. Okay. Uh, so laugh. you uh, get... Uh, I mean, he's only missing two. Oh, okay. you you're healed. healed. <laughs> you healed. Sweet. You're going to laugh if you only got one point. <laughs> Um, like, prank, I gotta do it again. Okay. So, the rest of the evening is spent in administering healing spells and prayers. And Azra and Modril sit mostly silent off to their one side, not really participating, not really interacting with anyone. Just watching the rain come down relentlessly. And the ground beneath you does start to get soggy, but at least you're somewhat dry. And the night begins to set, and the forest begins to get even darker and chillier. Now that I'm starting to feel a little better, I uh, walk over to Azra and Modril and speak to Modril through the necklace. Okay. Can you please hand your necklace to your sister? And he does. He doesn't say anything. He just gives it to her. And she takes it. She puts it on. Could... Uh, let me see how I want to phrase this. I want to apologize for reacting the way I did earlier this morning. She looks at you with a sad sincerity in her eyes and responds, I accept your apology. And I acknowledge that... I have only been short and ill-tempered with you from when we met. And I am sorry for that. None of this is has anything to do with you, really. Thank you. Thank you also for helping me get Modril out of there. He would have definitely died. I have no doubt that he would have. And I couldn't have done it without you. Is there anything else that we could do for your family other than hope? I think that is all we need right now. And maybe once that is done, we can start again. Either in our old home or probably somewhere new. Somewhere far away from here. I think that that would be for the best. Away from your crazy dragon dad. And she nods. Cool. Are we doing watch? Uh, crazy or... dragon dad. <laughs> Think you got daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's really got daddy issues. It's, it's a miracle that she's as functional as she is. Um, yeah, yeah, we should set up a, a watch system. I can take first watch. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll take second. Since I'm feeling all rejuvenated. Rejuvenated. 
I saw the light for a brief second, but I'm back. <laughs> no, you were living in the light. <laughs> the light saw you. <laughs> uh, All right. So, uh, Freddie, you're taking first watch? Yep. Roll me a perception check, please. 14. Okay. The storm continues for the majority of your watch, uh, eventually crescendoing with thunder and lightning shortly before 11 o'clock. And after that, it, it starts to peter out into a fine drizzle. But there is nothing in the forest. Everything is hiding from the rain. Uh, I go and wake Draman up. Hey, Draman. Shake him gently on the shoulder. Uh, all right, I'm, I'm up. To watch. You know, the only scenes that we act out are you guys waking each other up. <laughs> well, that's the only ones that matter. <laughs> okay, Drummond, it's your watch. Roll me a perception check, please. Oh, boy. That uh, is I, super high. I perceive everything. 24. <laughs> all right. Once the rain starts to really peter out you do hear some animals out in the forest around you but nothing that seems menacing in any way and okay. you pass your watch soggily but without event moist mm -hmm. i wake up i wake up i go over and wake up thomas hey thomas what <laughs> Not even faced. This is the most realistic <laughs> shit. <laughs> hey, Thomas. What? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's your turn. It's your turn to to take a to take a watch. All right. Okay, and I go to bed. I guess. <laughs> All right, Thomas. Roll me a perception check, please. Uh, does Snack also get perception checks? He has a plus five to perception checks, but. Mine is good enough. It's a 27. All right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the forest starts to wake up uh, well before dawn, but you don't notice anything that makes you take alarm. Uh, it seems all very mundane. Do I see the bees flying around Freddy? Uh, yeah, there are a couple more have accumulated during the night. Frank. <laughs> <laughs> um, enough for me to see them when I wake up. Yes. I'm enough. so, oh I'm so yeah. happy. When, when you wake up, the first thing you see is a little, is a bee right in front of you. I'm so happy. And it hovers there for a moment before continuing to zoom around your body. I, you, you just need to roll the magic wild, the wild magic table more. Because <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> because that's the only time I get a good roll is when I'm trying to roll on the magic wild table. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everything and, else I roll for one. And it is morning. And well, the sun comes out and things start to get pretty misty. One thing that you do notice before morning truly breaks is there is a scent of lemons in the air. And you can't really identify where it's coming from. You certainly haven't seen any lemon trees in these forests, but you know what lemons smell like and this smells like lemons. <laughs> All right. So let's not fight a dragon ever again. That's fine. I am fine with never fighting a dragon ever again. What we may I'm have to fight. I'm fine with never fighting ever again. What we may have to fight again in the very near future. Modril, I'm I'm down with that. Is is the thing is the spooky thing since we gotta. No. <laughs> I, no. Like I don't want to. No. No. Mm. If you walk in there first, Drummond. Yeah, deal. How about I just sit out of this one? Nope. Snack can be in be, my place. <laughs> you gotta be part of it. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll protect you. Okay, um, so, Modril, what do we need to do next? We're gonna I, return this, right? Azra is still the one who has oh, the okay. necklace, and she says, yes, I think we just need to return it to its case in our old home. And hopefully that's what my brother's ghost has been guarding. There just it a way clearly to... is bad luck. Is there a way just to get rid of it? Get rid of the ghost? 
I I do not know how one would get rid of ghosts. Yes, have a way to like consecrate conse- consecrate the dead. And she thinks Or like an exorcist or something. We don't are ghosts a big problem where you come from? Because we do not experience oh, yeah. them a lot. Yeah, they're big no nos where we're from. Yeah, we also have the, you know, occasional problem of dead bodies getting out of their graves. That sounds absolutely terrifying. It is. And sometimes they try and yeah. be kings. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, sometimes and, the and dead grow their just... flesh back. <laughs> you know, way back like seven years ago when we tried to behead an undead king. Yeah. It's like, you know, sometimes that was like the, two months ago. The dead just don't want to stay dead. We do not have very much experience with this. I. We. Get, perhaps Rukael knows something. You could always uh, try setting up a little altar and uh, praying to him to get have him to stop attacking you. What do you mean? Praying. The honored dead. Did he die fighting? Yes, against the dragon. Yeah. Then sh- put up like a little shrine for all those that died in the house. Oh, that's not a bad idea, actually. Show them that you're still thinking about them. Do you think that would work? I don't know. It's worth a shot. It's better yeah, it than is. it's better than him just uh, rampaging through your town. What would we need? Um, build a shrine and incense, burn something for him. I don't know. Say a prayer. What over does it, it take to build it? I don't. What? Whoa! Does, whoa! Does whoa! Look... Is that a bee? Are yes. they coming back? I think they are. <laughs> Yeah. Um, also, also on that note, since we're on this tangent, does anyone else smell lemon? I swear, I smell lemon. I yeah, do a little bit. I don't know where it's coming from, but I start smelling myself all over. Remember, you don't you... have any clothes. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I start smelling my skin. It smells kind of so lemony. You I think it's me. Mostly naked. <laughs> smell lemony fresh. And, and bees are, are surrounded by bees. Well, right now, it's only about 50 or 60 bees. What even is going on? <laughs> Guys, I don't know what's happening to me. <laughs> Just like a mess. I man. thought all these bees died. Where are they coming from? We're in a forest. You know there's a lot of bees, right? Yeah, they're all right there. <laughs> Azra says, yes, there are a lot of bees in this area. I hate I, my life. I know exactly where they be. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy. Your little bit of misery is making me feel better. Does anyone have something to close? No. <laughs> Why don't you make some out of the bees? We could go back to our place, and I'm sure some of Modril's clothes might, well, be a little small, but maybe some things would, would work for you. Sure. It's a little nippy out here. So, back to building a shrine. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Pretty I... much build a box. Put some candles on top of it, light them, and burn some incense with it. Just every occasion, every now and again, if you're thinking about him, your dead brother, just go pray at it for his well-being. I do not know what the word pray means. He can explain it better. He does it all the time. It doesn't work, but it, <laughs> it's a good effort. <laughs> Ouch. So when I healed you last night, it was a prayer of healing. That's why I said it doesn't work all the time. I keep saying this, but I really need to follow through on not healing you anymore. He should have just left you in the bag. Yeah. And every time you're just like, you're not going to do anything, I just step on your bones. <laughs> Hopefully they heal uh, in like a real yeah. goofy configuration. Uh, then I'll just have Snack carry me around in like a little harness. <laughs> just dragged across the forest floor in like a ah, wow. Snack, <laughs> snack and I no. have become one. Dramen, what you should do I've turned myself into a snake. You Dramen. carry him on your back, and every time someone attacks you, you just turn around. <laughs> Use him as a shield. <laughs> I will now be playing the part of Snake. That is just ruthless. So... Yeah, I need some clothes. Yeah, I think we should set out... Um... So, she, she suggested going to... The place that she shares with Modril, not home. Right. The armor needs to be returned to home, specifically their childhood structure. How far right. away are those those two places? 
imagine a triangle with equidistant sides. At one point is Azra and Modril's house, at one point is home, and at one point is roughly your current location. Oh, you're staying naked. Yeah. Well, we, just, um, we can each side is two days worth of travel. We can do the the armor first. How about we I'll just go get how about we just go get him some clothes? Because it's not really gonna make that much of a or difference. Or Thomas, you could run and grab me clothes. <laughs> Naruto we'll, run. <laughs> we'll make our way over to the You'll get there by the same time we do. Because you move twice as fast. How about I just how about we just go take some clothes from where we're headed anyways if we're going to the sword place? Or the armor to put the armor away. Well, that is true. That it was basically abandoned, so there may be some. Yeah, maybe able to collect. Yeah, some we'll clothes. just ransack some poor guy's house. <sighs> All right, I think we're gonna set out. Um, I think we're agreed. We're ready to set out on a journey to home. Uh, once we get there, we're gonna do some searching. Do you think? Uh, uh, since it was since it was abandoned, um, that there may be some stuff there. Yes, I many most people left. Just about everything. Okay. Cool. Free stuff. I'm not going to sign that, by the way. So you set off towards home. Uh, yeah. We agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. So you set off through the forest, and it's starting to get familiar at this point. I'm kind of uh, cradling my body, trying to keep and, a well, little warmth in. The the day it warms up quite nicely, and the ac- the vigorous activity of hiking warms you up quite nicely, and the fresh air feels nice against your skin which is Very pale exposed. and has never seen the <laughs> day i'm sure do i get major sunburn or do the bees block it no you're still you're under leaf canopy the entire time okay so it's very very pleasant and it seems that the presence of an increasingly large number of bees is enough to keep other bugs away from you so aside mm. from the cloud of bees there are no like mosquitoes or gnats i'm or living flies my best life you. right now yeah the best life just with the addition <laughs> of in the background all the time i've i've blocked that out uh does the scent of lemon and pine get stronger as i start to sweat no okay <laughs> uh it does get, it does get stronger but not necessarily in relation to the sweat so the two days that it takes you to get to home pass without significant event, but by the time you're about a half a day away, you notice that there are elves in the woods, and they are people from home who now seem to just be hanging out in the forest, and they watch you as you go past, and some don't bother with it but you start to accumulate a little bit of a following a good distance behind you but just seeing what you're going to do what's going to happen and from this distance and given the fact that you haven't been able to speak with them you can't tell is this a happy crowd or an upset one because surely everyone knows what happened and why do then, we uh, do we recognize any of these elves at all? Uh, none of them are ones that you have interacted with. You okay. only spoke to three or four while you were there. And the two most important of those, Harnett and Rukail, you do finally encounter at a distance as you come to the clearing at the base of the hill upon which this village sits. And when you look at it, when you look at the buildings and everything, it looks truly deserted. And it looks like the entire village has been burnt. Not, it's not just cinders and and charred house timbers, but it looks like smoke has billowed from every window. It looks like the the childhood home that Modril and Azra and Harnett and Rukail grew up in has spread and that the influence that had controlled that hilltop fortress has expanded to take in the entire hill and all of the buildings on it so that it looks truly, truly desolate. And up there, nothing stirs. And the sky itself looks dark and grim, even though there are no clouds in the sky. I cast Mage Armor on myself. Okay. Off to your right, at about 
120 yards. You see Harnett and Rukail and several of their closest friends. So I'm going to start walking towards Harnett and Radwin. Rukail. Oh, Rukail. Radwin is someone else. Oh, maybe he, Radwin maybe, is the dwarf. Maybe yeah. Radwin is there. <laughs> Radwin is not there. It's like tents for sale. Tents for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Buy Fire. your tents. <laughs> Firestones, 500 gold per Firestone. Okay, I walk towards Harnet and Rukail. Okay. And uh, they just see this like mass of bees. Yes, more in front of me. over the last two days of walking, the naked bees man have returned to shield. Maybe they. Maybe bees. I should not be going to talk to. They're just like, people. what is this situation? Do the bees like completely envelop me, like front and back, or are they only in the front? Only no, in the back? it's it's like you have seven thousand little bee satellites orbiting you. So it's just a it's just a cloud in every direction. Oh no! I cannot wait until this <laughs> until we get to release this stupid content because because oh my uh, god! <laughs> I hope there's lots of fan art with Freddy and the Bees. You, you are, probably have the most fan artable character to be honest. Yeah. The new band. Oh, and don't forget Freddy your floppy hat. That's true. You still have your floppy <laughs> yeah. hat. So floppy hat, naked. I imagine like I still like, have my wooden shield too. The shimmer of mage armor, or however that presents. Yeah, it's, it's just, just like, like a it, bubble. his body's just glistening. <laughs> it looks <laughs> moist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I smell like lemons. Yep, he's <laughs> <It is> lemon fresh. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, I'm still gonna try to go talk to. Him. <laughs> okay. So you. You have to cross a section of the clearing to get to them. Uh, you move quickly and close the distance in very little time. No one's standing in his way. Are the two of you, Drummond and Thomas, going with him? Yes, uh, I'll follow. Uh, I'm watching the, the sea of people part for the naked bee man. There's no sea of people. There are many elves in the forest sort of around the clearing and giving you a wide berth. It seems like this 100 yards is pretty well agreed upon distance. What is you know, safe in relation to these weird newcomers. You guys are bad luck tokens for the entire Accurate. world. <laughs> <laughs> to, Everything was fine until our party got dropped in. To literally anywhere we go, we are. We're bad omens to bad ourselves. Bad luck incarnate. <laughs> <laughs> but as you, as Draman and Freddy approach Harnet, he does not move. He lets you approach. Who has the armor? Does Modril still have the armor? Uh, Modril has been carrying it in the velvet bag that it came in. Okay. And he's he's back with Azra. And Thomas, you did not go towards Harnet and Rukail, did you? No. So you're back with Modril and Azra, and you notice neither of them are looking in that direction. They cannot meet the eyes of their older brothers. So kind does of just... Azra still have the necklace? I said, you should bring up the idea of the shrine to your brother. Maybe. I do not know how he will take it. Well, it's better than doing nothing. Can we not do it on our own? Wouldn't it be better if he knew about it as well? Doesn't he grieve for your family's loss? Differently, I suppose. Angrily, I would say. This might bring him some peace. Maybe. But you can see in her face she looks uncertain. Anyway, right. Freddy. What do you say? Hello. <laughs> and Harnett speaks to Rukail, and Rukail speaks to you and says, <clears throat> We believe we were fairly clear about where you belong in relation to us and our lands. Yes, you were. Also, I believe we were fairly clear on where the armor of our father belongs. Yes. So I would like to kind of explain what has happened over the couple days. Very well. Um, so I did put the armor back, like we talked about. However, I'm assuming Modril got it once he found out where it was and what it was. Uh, we left here as instructed. We actually got into a, a big, big fight with your father. Modril tried to go take him on by himself. And, uh, yeah, so we've been pretty busy trying to just save 
your family from your father. And um, the only reason that we came back is we have... Can they see Azra and Modril? Um, they should be able to, but okay. they have not mentioned them yet. So that's why we brought Azra and Modril back here to restore the armor that Modril took. I am just trying to follow up on the promises that we agreed on and put it back where it belongs, and we will be out of here as soon as possible. We also were thinking that back in our lands where we're from, uh, we have ceremonies for people that we love that have passed away. And maybe that is something that your brother is longing for. A ceremony, a day to celebrate his life and grieve his loss. And then maybe erecting a, not a statue or anything like that, but a form of remembrance that people can come and pay their respects to whenever they think about him. It might bring him some peace. Rukail repeats this to Harnet, and they converse for a moment. And Rukail says, I see that your intentions are honorable, and I thank you for that. Perhaps you will be able to help make this right. We would like to. Thank you. You have permission to pass through our land once again. Can you kind of bring us up to speed on what's been happening around here? Once you all left, Modra with the armor, apparently, the ghost of our late brother went on something of a rampage and forced us all out of our home. And so we took to the forest and have not been able to fix things. We have made battle with him and even laying him down twice. But every time, a day or two passes and he returns. That's the story of Freddy's life. I went into, a, class? went into a pet shop and asked for 12 bees. The shopkeeper counted out 13 to hand them over. You've given me one too many. That one's a freebie. Apparently, I have 30,000 freebies. <laughs> so, um, uh, has anyone tried to communicate with him? Yes. He does not seem either capable of speech or in the mood to negotiate. Even with we, your, your magic? Yes. Uh, even I have tried to speak to him. Interesting. Uh, we have always believed that he remained here with the express purpose of continuing the struggle that he lost his life to. That is to say, to protect us from the corrupting influence of our father and all of his treasures. And now that the greatest piece of our father's collection, his armor, has been removed into the world where it can harm us and others. He has, well, gone ballistic. And tried to harm you guys instead of protecting you? I do not know how much like a living conscious mind he still has. Or what is merely instinct and reaction. All right. Well, would you like us to try to... Try to <clears throat> exercise the ghost. You're not a part of this conversation. Oh, yeah, I'm not. No. Sorry. He just swings into the conversation out of nowhere. <laughs> he just comes, like, running in. He Naruto guys, runs in, and the Naruto runs out. Have you guys tried using a cross? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you dweebs. Powered anime and God on my side. Oh, no. Uh... Would you like us to try to fix this and return? Well, obviously we're going to return the armor, but would you like us to try to resolve this so you guys can go back home? I believe that if you return the armor, it will be resolved. 
And if not, then then we would be willing to try whatever you have to offer. All right. You ready, Drummond? Um. Yeah. I. I guess so. I. I don't know what else we can. I don't know what else we can talk about. Um. I feel like at this point we kind of just have to. Just throw it. G- just give it our best. Um. Can we just like yeet the armor back into the house? <laughs> yeah. Do we know if it has to be like ceremoniously placed back <laughs> in the container, or can we, in fact? <laughs> Build a catapult and just we'll, launch the armor. We'll put into Thomas the house. Yeah. in charge of that. He just runs in there real quick and boom. Yeah. No, because we'll be out of the woods once we get Uh-oh, in there. Oh, he's taking his dice out. Sean's taking his dice out. I'm a DM. I have to have my dice. No, uh-huh. you don't. No, you don't. We're gonna we can have dice. DMs don't need dice. As long as you don't have dice, we are we likely not going to die. Yeah. Either, well, if you don't have dice, then we either are going to live or. We just die, die. Or die, die. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We should go back and tell Thomas and Modril and Azra what's going on. I vote the Modril leads the charge since he's the one that took the armor. No. He's still shaken up from the whole dragon encounter. Yeah, this will shake him up in a different way. <laughs> he's still shaken up from seeing my barbecued body on the floor. <laughs> okay. Uh, what are you going to say to him? Uh, I signed to her. We spoke to your brothers, and they're allowing us to pass through this land again to help your family out, and are very honored that we came back to help. Could you please hand over the armor, and if you want to stay here with Modril to make sure he's safe, we'll take care of the rest. Thank you very much. Uh, I appreciate it, and... Honestly, I think it's more than we deserve. But she motions to Modril, and he hands over the velvet sack filled with glittering bronze armor. Hands come out of the bees to grab the armor. And then it descends back. (laughs) You've got to get a buff to AC from these bees. It's got to be at least like... No, they just move out of the way of whatever's hitting him. Oh, oh, yeah, they just... No, nope. yeah. <laughs> you can have a half a point of AC. That's fine. A half Remember, a point. It always rounds down. Can I get a full point? Nope. <laughs> you can get, you can get point nine points of AC. But it rounds down. It always rounds down. <laughs> That's some bull crap. <laughs> That's dumb. It's point nine nine AC. Repeating, yep. repeating. Of course, still <laughs> rounds down. Okay. Uh, the cool. Limit. I'm going to hand the armor off to Thomas, since I can't really (laughs) (laughs) carry a a bunch on me right now. What do you mean? You can carry a ton of stuff. You're naked. (laughs) I just put the armor on. He still has his purse of holding (laughs) tied into his loincloth. And I have my backpack. Mm -hmm. Actually, I might have some more clothes. Might you? Didn't we get something from... You only have the heavy winter clothes. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's you right. Have heavy winter clothes from linen runs. And if you put those on now, can you'll I just be put the pants on? Moist. It's still sure, good. if you want. Would I be too? That's hot? putting on like I mean, fur-lined parka leggings. It's not fur-lined parka leggings. I'll go with loincloth. All right, so we going? How close to the house do we have to put this armor? Can't we just like toss it into the city and the ghosts will haunt it again? I didn't ask. We can ask on our way. How about we just try that? We'll just pick a new house for it to live in. No. Imagine that. <laughs> the elf <laughs> walks into this new house, back into his house, no. and there's just a ghost. <laughs> We're not going to corrupt another family. <laughs> this has been crazy enough. We're going to put it back where it belongs. So you start making your way up the hill towards this literal ghost town. And ha, ha. when you get in... You see that from every window and from every doorway, it looks like smoke has billowed, as though the entire town was caught up in some great conflagration. And when you look closer, the the darkness uh, of this of this of these soot stains, it seems more like more like shadows than soot. And as you get up into the town itself, 
and once you're among the buildings, you see that these houses, they're wreathed in these flame-like tongues of shadow that pour out of every opening and cover the entire building that suck in light from every direction and make the whole world dark as though it is the very cusp of night. Can and I, it is all dead silent. Can I... As soon as we hit the building line, uh, I cast Detect Magic. Okay. How long does it take for you to cast that spell? So, I, I think I've been doing this wrong, actually. Okay. It lasts up to ten minutes. It doesn't take ten minutes to cast. Okay. So and it's a concentration spell. You see that the whole area is suffused with magic. And that it actually reminds you in many ways of King Othwin's Barrow Hall. This is this is powerful magic, not native to this place, leaking in from somewhere else, from something similar to necromantic energy hmm. but also some similarities to what you encountered in the giant's hall as well some of that blue conjuration man it's odd so just not good stuff it's it's like this land is becoming something different from the elf world like it is being transformed into almost part of another world like a portal. Hey guys, so I don't I think we should just kill this thing. Cuz this isn't looking good. Uh I want to investigate a little more. Is there anything It well, gets this this aura that you're seeing gets stronger towards the the fortress house on top of the hill. I think we, <clears throat> so. That's probably we, where he's at. Can we take a long rest before we go in there? That'd be real cool. Well, let's just sit here for a week, <laughs> <laughs> guys. I think that the shadow dude is chilling up on the hill. It looks real spooky in here, but there's not really anything crazy. Do we just burn down the town? No, no, we should not do that. They're coming back to live here, Thomas. They can rebuild. However, I am getting some spooky necromancy vibes. Burn it's... it. Stop, Thomas. Chill. A lot of the magic around here is like a combination between the giant's hall and the barrow. It's like a, a mixture of the two. Something that I haven't seen quite in this world before. Real spooky. Burn it. We're not burning the town. What does what does Snack think? Snack. Mm-hmm. Burn it. Yeah. <laughs> of course he would. <laughs> Why'd you even ask, Drummond? <laughs> right. That was dumb. Um, no, he didn't really say burn it. He said. <laughs> yeah, like he said. Why? Why do I care? The snake. Sure. Just snake. All right. So. I think we should make our way up there. How about what's our what's Thomas? our plan once we get up there? So here's kind of what I was thinking. You guys can we can elaborate on this. Thomas, you sneak the armor back into the house because he's not there. Draman and I will try to draw his attention and keep his attention up at that house. That way you don't have to worry about getting your soul sucked again. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me why I don't want to be here. What do you think, Drummond? I think that would work. He keep his attention. Um, do we know if there's any... Well, he seems bound to the armor, or at least right. protecting it. So, Or at least that chest. Right. So do we think that's something that he has like an attachment to? Um no, I just think he's an evil, soul-sucking abomination that needs to be burned. We're going to go have this conversation away. <laughs> I'm going to follow. From Tom. <laughs> How about it's, it's two people talking to each other and like taking a, a subtle step <laughs> away. And then trying to talk again. But it's a taco Thomas burrito conversation, nachos. Doesn't matter. 
still a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the salsa to your chip. Okay, so you guys are. I imagine quesadilla. You're your, Come into my B circle. <laughs> I, ima- no. I imagine My you're having purple. this conversation, uh, Freddie and Drummond taking a step away just to put distance between you and Thomas, and Thomas following, and that way you make your way up the hill. He's probably like, hey guys, you know you're moving away? Like, you keep, yeah. you keep getting... Yeah, I'm trying to put it in my you're input. You're like, I can't hear you. I, what's going on? Slow down. All right, so you get halfway up the hill. Sure. Have you do, made a plan? Do you guys want me to just sneak up there and then you can come up behind i'll try to put the armor away what i'm thinking is if we don't um they seemed open to the to the celebration of life thing that you were saying right i want to try to do that instead of fighting but what what would we do that because we don't know like where his body is like we don't because that's when you had a funeral i'm pretty sure we know where their body is do we in the house Okay. Well, if we could find the body, then that. But if not, maybe we could do that over the armor in the chest. Do you think? Or that how about would just work? the whole house? Ooh, that would be a good idea. Okay. Because we don't want the rest of the family ghosts getting. I think we oh. should put the armor back though before we try to do that. That's probably a good idea. So maybe you want to try. We'll go up and distract semi slash talk to this thing if we can. And then I'll go. Put the armor away. Put the armor back. See if that makes him go back to the house, and then we'll mm, get everybody okay. together, the whole family, and try okay. to do something. Okay. Yeah, let's split the party. You got Snack. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> but Snack can't do anything to the ghost. He might. No, he physically cannot. He isn't magical. We're hitting him with a weapon. Yeah, a magic weapon. everyone before i let you go i just wanted to say thanks so much as always for listening to the show your support means the world to us and if you haven't already get in touch with us on facebook instagram and twitter at go underscore stronghold so that we can let you know that in person or in digital person Remember that we have another episode coming out in two weeks on the 2nd of june a wednesday as always and until then Just remember to keep it nerdy.